Hey guys, you might be wondering why this episode is on this feed. Uh, we're doing it as kind of a little makeup to everybody because we missed uh, last week. Uh, big news, Dylan got engaged. Hey, hey. So, we, you know, we made a decision to just kind of skip last week and let Dylan have that moment. Uh, so we're posting Queen City Podcast, which is an old podcast we used to do. Probably a lot of you already listened to that or are aware of it. Um, but we wanted to post the both feeds and just to... Just so we didn't miss a week. It would have felt weird. Uh, I don't think we're going to count it in the official canon of the show, but it's, you know... Yeah, it's just it's something to, to get you by. If, if you need something for the weekend and you were looking forward to and off the beaten cleft, we wanted to give you a little a little a little treat. Yeah. So I hope you like it. Uh yeah, enjoy. Queen City Podcast brought to you by Dapper Apparel Company. I'm Dylan. I'm your host. And with me is Kev. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I don't know what that intro was, but yeah, you're, I'm here. We're doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of feels weird. It's like dusting off a piece of furniture you haven't sat on in a while. Yeah, it's every week we did off the beaten clap. We're like, man, we need to know the Queen City. But then we realized like, we're both pretty busy and blocking off multiple times to do a podcast every week uh is is challenging for sure but it's not like we don't like we love doing this show at least i do oh yeah and just because it's like just very conversational we're just gonna talk about shit that's going on in the world and our lives and our lives yeah so yeah i I, i'm glad that we're doing it again it feels good to be back do a little conversational thing me and dill are gonna have a little dinner date after this and then record a new off the beaten cleft so we're making a little day out of it that's right. Uh, yeah, we're happy to be back, and it is. It's. It kind of feels like we didn't have to do as much homework. Like this is like yeah. the, the fun play date, par- parents' night out. Yeah, <laughs> this is an adult swim. <laughs> well, the kids got a sitter, and uh, you know, mama and papa are <laughs> going out to dinner. And they're doing some crazy shit today. Yep. Um, so, Kev, how you been doing, man? I've uh, been pretty good. A lot of stuff has happened in my life since the last time, which is weird to say, and it's. Honestly, a lot less that's happened to probably most people in that span of time. <laughs> but I did switch jobs. Um, I stopped working for Homage. I'd been there for five years. Um, Dill, you worked for me there. You were one of my original crew members. And uh, came back and worked another seasonal stint with me. Uh, it was good to switch. I, you know, I missed my team there. I've been back to visit at least like, a couple times now. So, um, But it was time to move on. You know, I'm on to a different company now. Uh, and I am finally at a place where I feel good and settled. Like homage was great, but it didn't feel like it was a final career move for me. This is something that I could do for a long time and be financially stable and be able to do other things that I want to do with that extra stability. So like going back to school is one of my goals. Uh, and this, this is going to allow me to do that finally. So yeah, yeah. You can tell you're, you're a lot happier in your new place. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it was stressful at first. I was having work nightmares like, Oh shit, I don't know how to close this store and I got to go in and close the store tomorrow. <laughs> so I, you know, I was having those work nightmares for the first week and a half or so, but it's just, it's shit that has happened. It's just anxiety. Um, I'm pretty good at handling it. Uh, it's just a matter of getting in and doing it, and then I'll I'll kind of freak out beforehand. But once I'm there, I'm okay. So you know, it was a it was a weird month or so where I was kind of like a lame duck, um, kind of in between two places. But now I'm fully settled in, and I feel you know I'm ready to ready to ready to rock and roll for yeah. however long it takes me. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I'm really happy for you, man. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, so you have had some very significant things happen in your life as well. So Yeah, we've done 19 off the beaten clefts since yep. our last Quincy podcast. That's the most significant news in my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, secondary news is that I got engaged, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, congrats, man. Congrats. Appreciate it. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. That's going to be a murder on your ears when you're (laughs) editing later. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm super happy for you, man. Uh, It's it's it. I've never seen you happier since I've known you. So I I feel like this is the right thing for you. And like you, we were talking about it like a week before you did it. And it's you know, I was like, I did. My first reaction was like, oh shit, that's pretty fast. But then I was like, Dylan knows what he's doing. And then you said you even said to me like almost like reading my mind, like I knew it was right and it feels right. And I was like, yeah. I get it. Like when you know, you know, and yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm super happy for you, man. You and Zoe are going to be great together. Um, I hope she doesn't mind me mentioning her name on the podcast. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, I, you know, I, I look forward to you guys having a long, happy life together and I'm, you know, I'm super happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. We're really, we're really excited and I'm not one to, you know, do anything halfway. So yeah, that's you know, true. <laughs> uh, when you, when you know, you might as well go all in. Yeah. So that's, that's what I did. Um, also, Thank you for the kind words, yes. but we're going to get into some Queen City stuff. Um, my brother has a company called Dapper Apparel Company. Yep. Uh, we don't talk about them enough, but uh, DapperApparel.co, they got new stuff going. Uh, he's always got deals going on. Uh, Queen City, if you put in all caps, you get 15% off your order. Nice. And also, he's doing a Dapper Films little thing where he's got some B-roll. He's got some um, footage that he has for sale. Uh, for people that are like making videos, they want some drone footage. That's cool. Uh, he's done some stuff at the beach. He's done a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, if you've listened to the show, you know Dalton's our producer. He's one of the smartest guys with technology, and he just makes it look so easy, and he makes it look so cool. So um, can't recommend Dapper anything enough because you know he's my older brother. So I'm going to rep him anyway. But it's dope shit to begin with. Yeah. So. Let's get into things to keep you up at night. Yeah. I'll let you go first. All right. So things that keep me up at night. So I, I've been playing a lot of video games. Just to, It's my only thing I can do to unwind. Like my shifts are kind of crappy at work right now just because shortened hours. I have to work more. Um, you know, whatever. It, it, it is what it is. Um, I've, I've been spoiled by a 32-hour schedule. So going back to a 40-hour schedule has like rocked my fucking shit. <laughs> uh, so... I decided to, so I beat Days Gone, whatever. It's an average game about riding a motorcycle and killing zombies. Then I decided I had a little, I have a little bit of a gap between the games that are coming out that I want to play. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to play Final Fantasy X again. I love that game. Uh, it has a strong place in my heart. I've been, I'm almost through the entire thing. There's a couple moments that still choke me up to this day. Like, it's still really, really good storytelling. There's some stuff that I've forgotten because I hadn't played it for so long. And so they really, they hit me again. Um, beautiful art direction, beautiful music. Uh, it's all the classic Final Fantasy guys. So great game, Final Fantasy X. But I, as I'm playing through it for like my millionth time, I realize there's a lot of shit that's really dumb about it, and it's really been keeping me up <laughs> at night. So, if you don't if you don't know anything about it, or you don't want to hear spoilers for a game that's twenty years old, stop. You know, skip forward about a minute and a half. But the main bad guy in this game is a water based monster that only attacks coastal cities. Now, most of the there's a lot of little islands, but most of this world is a supercontinent. So. A lot of this problem could be solved by just moving about an, a mile inland. 
One of the first tragedies in the game <laughs> is literally an island city where their houses are built in the fucking water. It's just like, it's, what are you doing? You know this thing exists. It's been around for thousands of years. Just move your shit up the hill. Don't build houses in the water when there's a massive unkillable monster in the, in the ocean that you know attacks coastal cities. It's, it, it fucking pissed me off to no end. And I never, I, I would always suspend my disbelief, but I, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm older now, a little bit more jaded. Uh, I still love the game, but it's just, there's so much dumb shit. And then the main character, like his decisions are the worst. So he's got a decision that he makes. He's like a, he's whatever. He's transported through time, but this, this game that he was a professional at survived the thousand years. They go and he plays in this big tournament. He's like, oh, the people are like, oh, maybe you'll find somebody you know. They don't know he's traveled through time yet. And he plays really well in this tournament. But instead of like signing with a team that he absolutely could have done, becoming a pro blitz ball player and just living the fucking high life, making millions of gill, <laughs> fucking the bitches, <laughs> slapping the hose. Yep. He decides to follow this group of people that he barely knows on a death mission. And it just makes no fucking sense to me. It just like it did no in no situation, a hundred out of a hundred times would I ever make the decision that he made. It's like I'm better than anybody in the world at the sport that still exists. I'm just gonna do this. I don't know how to use a sword. I know how to throw a ball through a goal. <laughs> Right. I'm, I'm just gonna do this. Yeah. And it's just it there's it's it, it's again, it's stupid shit that I think is funny. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So that shit's been keeping me up at night. It's like if Marty Marty McFly, you know, traveled to the future, he had that pamphlet of all the things that happen in the future. Right. It's like that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna use it to your advantage. You're not yeah. gonna do something dumb. Yeah, well it's it's just like it's for a bunch of it's it's just stupid. Yeah, whatever. Is that the one you play every summer? No, that's Final Fantasy Seven. Okay. That, that that playthrough is coming through soon. Uh, but the new there's a new update to the remake that's coming out in a few days, so I'll be playing that and then probably beating the old version as well. Nice. Uh, things that keep me up at night. You see it in this room. At least Kevin does. <laughs> I do. Yeah. This white freaking couch. Uh, I had to move it out of a basement apartment. Um, and I'll tell you what, I hate moving. You gave me. Words of advice mm-hmm. a few hours before I moved the couch, and I was like, you know, it's not a big deal. It's just a couch. When you have to move this couch by yourself, you're like, I would pay any amount of money to mm-hmm. never have to do this again. And you, you were spot on, and I learned my lesson. But <laughs> we got a nice couch yeah, in the podcast a, room. It's a nice, really nice couch. Um, but, yeah, no, word to the wise. Once you get past, like, 24 most people are past their physical prime at that point, unless they're like workout junkies. I know you are too, but you know, you've got some, you had some back problems recently. Your body starts to break down. So just fucking pay $500 (laughs) to have some, some dudes that do it for free or to do it for a living. Come move your shit for you. It's not worth it. Moving is the absolute worst thing in the world. It sucks. It sucks. It's, It's expensive. It's, it's stressful just remove the physical part of it because the mental stress is bad enough. So yeah, just being just, able to point and say, this is where I want yeah. this instead of like, Oh my God, I feel like I've been moving forever. Yeah. Like rearranging this room today was exhausting yeah. and I hardly did anything. So I mean, how many people do you know that move and just never unpack shit because they're just so unmotivated by the time they load up the truck, drive to where they're going, unload the truck, haul it into the house, get it to the room they wanted to get it into by the time they're like on the last like ten boxes, they're just fuck it, just put it in the doorway. I'll yeah. move it later. Put and it in the garage. Just, yeah, 
Yep. So, so just just pay somebody. Like we're all adults. You should by the time you're thirty ish, you should be making enough money to pay a mover. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was dumb. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. It's here now. <laughs> Lesson learned. You got a sweet couch. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just me being a negative Nancy, kind of. But no, that was actually good advice. It was like <laughs> serendipitous <laughs> because as soon as you said that, I was like, "It's just one couch." Yeah. Like we had moved everything else. It's just one couch, and that couch gave me more problems than I ever thought possible. Well, you also you also had no time to hire a mover, so yeah, it was it was good advice for future Dill, not not the current Dill of that night. So. Yeah. Well, I also wanted to pass on your wisdom because yeah. you know, I've shrugged off a lot of your wisdom as like <laughs> I don't you, think that's true. <laughs> When we worked together, I would take a lot of things you said and just I kind of like a kid that like heard no, but like was like, how much of a no is this? Yeah, sure. Um, you did say that a lot. <laughs> like what? You don't like it, but like what if I did this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't have a beer of the show. Uh, I'd imagine whatever the beer of the month is at B-Dubs yeah, is what Miller our Light. beer of the show is going to be. It was Miller Lite last episode. It'll be yeah. Miller Lite again this time. Yeah. Um, but... You want to get into Hype Corner? Yeah. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? It's up to you. What, how do you feel? Well, I did things that keep you overnight first, unless your throat is dry from all that talking you did about this white couch. I'll let you go first. Okay. <laughs> all right. So my Hype Corner this week, we're not even, I'm not even going to time it because I don't give a shit. Okay. I'm just going to keep talking until I'm done talking about it. So I, there's... Things I go through on YouTube, and it's always something I latch onto for like a couple months until I watch every single video they've ever released. For a while now, it's been like the McElroy Brothers. Like I discovered the My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast, and I discovered Monster Factory, and I've been just devouring McElroy Brothers content. And I've, I've kind of caught up on most of it. Like I'm current on the podcast for like the last year and a half. <laughs> Went through and listened through the catalog. I've watched all the Monster Factories. I haven't watched their CISO show, CISO show but I will eventually. Um, but my new thing for like the past week and a half, basically since I've started my new job, I was like, I need something interesting, but also will help me sleep. And I found this channel. Uh, it's called Historia Civilis. No, it sounds like syphilis. Civilis, I believe. Historia Civilis. And it's a guy that is a, I don't know if he studied Roman history or if he just is really interested in it and is just reading a bunch of like letters from Julius Caesar and stuff like that. But his channel is really, really cool. Like I've been watching just he's got a playlist that's just the history of Rome. It's 59 uh, videos. They're all about 10 minutes long. So they're easy and digestible. Um, something cool to watch before bed. Watch two or three, fall asleep in the middle of one. Go back the next night, find a video you fell asleep in, start it over. And it's super, super interesting. I've learned so much shit about the the Roman Republic that I never knew. Like Caesar was actually a pretty shitty guy. Like he like he gets romanticized, but like he committed genocide in France at the time, which was called Gaul. Like he systematically killed like twenty five percent of Gaul at that point in time, which is gonna take hundreds of years. He killed like two million people, Jesus. <laughs> and they only had like eight to fifteen million people <laughs> in Gaul at the time. Like the world population was so much smaller back then, and he like systematically wiped out tribes just because they like stood up against him. So it was absolutely a genocide. Um, and it's weird to think about it. Cause we, th- I mean, we've got fucking little Caesars, right? We've got a pizza chain named, named after this guy and he literally committed genocide. Now granted it was over 2000 years ago, but you know, killing a bunch of people is still killing a bunch of people. Yeah. It's kind of like when you find out about Christopher Columbus, you're like, Whoa, yeah, <laughs> like he, that's he a guy too. we yeah. celebrated for so long. Yeah, he's a shitty guy. 
Uh, I mean, he, he is one of the greatest conquerors of all time, but really a lot of it came down to his like lieutenants too. Um, like Labinus uh, is a guy I never heard of before, but he's probably should be somebody we know because he was, he led an undefeated campaign in Gaul while, um, Caesar was off fucking around in England and doing like going back to uh, Rome for the winter. And like Labinus was like undefeated and was like a great fucking general and ended up like stabbing, not stabbing Caesar in the back, but flipping sides on him when he crossed the Rubicon, that whole thing. It's really super interesting. And the way the guy does it, he does it in a very conversational, like not like snarky tone, like a lot of history channels can do. And he kind of animates it in a cool way. Like he has very cool, like, um, battle maps and like the way he animates the Senate. It's, it's just really cool. If you're interested in history at all um, and you're interested in history told in a very conversational but still very smart and informative way, give Historia Civilis a try, um, if you, especially if you like Roman history. Uh, it's really, really cool. That was a long hype corner. I kind of interjected, but you still only made it like th- three and a half minutes. Yeah, well, you know what we said last time. If you don't, if you're not ending 15 seconds early, you're late. <laughs> That's like a, a football coach's yeah. mantra. That hype corner went 20 minutes, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, all right, so my hype corner is uh, pretty quick. Uh, bourbon. I've been on a mm-hmm. bourbon kick. Uh, I don't think that's been a secret, but. I feel like every guy around, as they start approaching their 30s, is like, I need to get into bourbon now. Yeah, but. I got it. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> you got the bug hard, though. I yeah, we we went to Louisville, and we did a couple taste tours, and it just got me interested. And the, there's kind of like the fascination of trying to track stuff down because there's a lot of fun stuff that, you know, you don't want to overpay for it, but also, like, you want to find it out in the wilderness. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of like a treasure hunt. Yeah. Um, just keeping an eye out every time you go to a liquor store or somewhere uh, and just kind of the novelty of trying to find things more than just, like, drinking bourbon every day and i think that's where i kind of sit i'm i'm interested and i like certain things i have things that i really enjoy and i've been sending you guys pictures at no end of like things that i've found that i'm really excited about but like it's not enjoyable unless you get to do it with someone else so like i have a lot of stuff sitting on my shelf that i'm waiting for a special occasion like uh, when we got engaged we opened the blantons yeah um so just cool stuff like that it kind of helps you like commemorate things like hey Remember that that day we got engaged and we opened that bottle of Blanton's and it was like we got to see our friends. Like it's got some cool stuff with it. And there's a really cool documentary on Hulu uh, that I think I've mentioned before. Maybe probably it's called Neat and it kind of gets into the yep. history of bourbon and all that fun stuff. But uh, it really adds a romantic it romanticizes bourbon in a way that I think captured my attention. So like I kind of want to pass it on. So. Uh, yeah, that was it. I'm really into bourbon. White guy into bourbon and does podcasts. <laughs> you kind of <laughs> tell me where you heard that one before. Take all the boxes there, buddy. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. I mean, yeah, it's cool. I think you are not snooty about it, though. You're just kind of like, yeah, I like collecting this shit. It's like adult Pokemon, essentially. Basically. <laughs> yeah, so it's, just, it's, it's Pokemon <laughs> Go with alcohol, uh, which is cool. I think uh, I think more people should get passionate about collecting things because it really does. It's, you know, it, it opens so many doors to not only like an un- way to unwind and to have passion about something, but also like a door to different people and different types of people. And it, like, it opens up a whole new community of like human interaction, which is really cool. And I don't think, I think people that look down on people that collect things, anything 
whether it be Pokemon cards, whether it be bourbon, whether it be like old video game systems like I used to do or literally anything. It's like, oh, you're a nerd. Yeah, but there's a lot of other people out there that are into the same shit that I am. So I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm I'm on a Facebook group and uh, I don't know if it's technically kosher, but, you know, we people put on there like, hey, I've got this. Does anyone want to trade for this? And like it's 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 fun because like there are certain things that I have but I don't really care for but I yeah. know that it's going to have value to someone else and I can get something that I want out of it yeah. um, and our, our buddy Tommy when we talked about you know uh, we used to do a podcast dollar beer night and he would talk about all those things that he collects and it, the people he met and the places he traveled to yeah all for collecting was awesome. Yeah, the uh, Sofubi that he collected just opened up a whole world of like cool people to him. I think that's I think that shit's cool. I think people that don't collect are ultimately pretty boring. Because what are you passionate about? Being a dickhead? Like, what, what do you have in life? You know, I don't know. Fucking your wife? Like what? Do you, what? There's got to be something that you're passionate about yeah. that outside of like the normal humdrum, just waking up and like breathing air. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I I strongly believe in collecting just anything. I don't I don't I don't trust people that don't have a passion for like collecting something because mm-hmm. well you know I don't know. And it's just the, the point of life is to enjoy it. And if yeah. you can't enjoy things that you and you like, then what's the point? Yeah. So uh, let's get into news. Uh, yes. I don't have a, a ton of news, so I'll let you uh, get with get with what you got. <laughs> okay, so I just picked some low-hanging Cincinnati-themed uh, fruit here. Uh, one, the Brudex 17-year cicadas are out. Um, I hadn't heard them at my place until today, and they were loud as fuck today. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, if you're listening somewhere else, if you're in, like, I don't know, Norway... I don't know if they have some brood X cicadas out there. If you're curious what's going on in Cincinnati, Norway, <laughs> uh, we got cicadas. We got cicadas. They're big, ugly bugs that uh, crawl out of the ground every 17 years, molt their skin, and then they scream at the top of their lungs for someone to fuck them for like three months. Can't and then relate. they go away for 17 years. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically puberty. <laughs> Human puberty is what they do. And just at a very inter, uh, you know, very quick rate. It's it's strange the places they find themselves at because I don't I don't have them here. Uh, I know the the city I work in they don't have them at all. Yeah. Um, but my friend she lives in Gratis and it's covered covered her whole backyard. Yeah. It's it's disgusting. Yeah, but, my buddy was afraid to mow his yard the other day because he's got so many in his yard. <laughs> It's like, I'm just going to be crunching up cicadas and I'm going to get attacked. Uh, so, yeah, it's weird. It, I know there's billions all across, like, the eastern United States. Like, it goes from here to all the way out to the, the coast. There's billions of them emerging right now. So, it's uh, it's cool. Like, I think it's a cool thing of nature that these things only, they, like, 2004 was the last time they came out. I remember specifically going down to a visit at UC for, like, a football visit and hearing the cicadas. Like, what the fuck? Because we, up in Wilmington, they didn't really show up. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Jesus, that's what the fuck is that? And, and we had, we figured out later in that day, like, oh, cicadas. It was like, oh shit, that's that's kind of cool, but it's also annoying as shit. Oh yeah, yeah, it's 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 a weird thing. Yeah, it is. It's a weird thing. And then uh, earlier in the summer, or not? I guess that's not summer. Or I guess it is technically now. Is it? I don't. I know. think later this month it'll be technically summer, but Whatever. it's summer. Early, about a it's month true. ago. Yeah, about a month ago, <laughs> uh, the Bengals uh, introduced new uniforms that look pretty much the same, but they they took out some of the like older touches to it. Like they look a little bit more sleek. Um, they're pretty cool. I mean, they're fine. They're not going to blow your your pants off. Um, 
but they're cool. I, I think it's it's generating a lot of excitement for the new young team that we have. Uh, hopefully, uh, our new young coach learns how to coach in the NFL level because he's just been a failure everywhere he's been, and he was a mistake of a hire, and I hate him. Uh, but <laughs> it's not beneficial to like dog on him. Like you, you yeah. want him to do well. I, I hope he does well. I don't think he's going to, right. but I hope I really sincerely from the bottom of my little bangly heart that he does super well. And we win multiple super bowls in the next, you know, five years, but I don't think it's going to happen. We I, have our little stick and we're poking it saying, do something. Come on, come on, Zach. <laughs> come on, Zach with no, with just Z A C. That's a stupid way to spell a name. <laughs> uh, you're an adult. Change it. <laughs> Meanwhile, my fiance has a three-letter name. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with three letters names. Nothing wrong with three-letter names. I'm just saying Zach is traditionally spelled with an H. But or, no K. Or weird with a K. Yeah. But it's still more traditional than just Z-A-C. It's yeah. a stupid fucking name. You're it's an like adult. Zach. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like you, you need to go on. It's just a soft C. Zach. It's a <laughs> Zach. It's a, um, Anyway, yeah, it's it's cool. It's exciting. We, I, I was excited about our draft. Uh, Jamar Chase is going to be potentially one of the best receivers we've ever had. Could be a total bust. I don't think so. I he was one of my he was my favorite receiver coming out in this draft class. He's just got he's big. He's physical. He's not super fast, but he's got hands like like no other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited. I think the the new unis came at the perfect time. You know, we've got a hot young quarterback, a hot young receiving core, a hot young running back. Um, our offensive line is still not great, but you know, whatever. Capitalize while you can. Hopefully, get some support. And you know, teams play better when they have fan support. I think that's that's yeah. Good. And something silly like changing uniforms can make all the difference. Oh yeah, if you've got a locker room that just doesn't want to be there, I'm telling you right now, I've never been more excited for alternate like. In my entire football career, we got we got a different color. Uh, we got we, we, no, we put stickers on our helmet for the first time my senior year in high school, and it was just like a plain white W. And I was it was the coolest thing that ever happened to me. Nothing else changed. I didn't get better at football, but man, oh man, did I feel like I could play better because I had that stupid white sticker on the side of my helmet. Yeah, and even places I worked, like we made like t-shirts and hoodies and yeah. hats, and it's like that's all something little like that can make a difference for so. sure. Um, we're going to skip over scary movie season besides just casually mentioning that uh, I do a scary movie podcast with my buddy Tyler, and it's called Slasher Academy, and we're finishing up Scream MTV Season 2, so if you guys want to hop on that train, uh, I don't know if anybody is into scary stuff, but it's worth mentioning that we do that, and uh, we post weekly on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting into movies, I got a couple serial killer docs I want to talk about. Cool. Let's do it. <clears throat> it it's, it'll be pretty brief. Um in terms of serial killer docs, they can be done amazing or they can be overkill. And yep. you and I, I think, have talked about it enough to know that like there's a certain point where documentaries can either be like, you're really stretching yeah. here. Someone gave you the like the green light for eight episodes and you're like, oh shit, I only have like four episodes <sighs> yeah. worth of... I could do this in an hour. Come on. I don't know what to do with How this. How much B-roll do we got? <laughs> yeah. um, Who had sex with this guy in high school? <laughs> Is he closeted gay? <laughs> Shout out Aaron Hernandez yeah. documentary. The <laughs> stupidest one of yeah, them all. Stupidest. Uh, but I love the Peacock special for John Wayne Gacy. It was enough. The, the trailer was enough for me to do like the free Peacock. And then I think I paid $4.99 to watch all of Parks and Rec. But the John Wayne Gacy documentary is what got me into Peacock. So good on them. It wasn't for the office. But. It's, <laughs> it's just they may want to make sure you know it wasn't for the fucking office. All and right? I already canceled it. I haven't watched the office. <laughs> uh, but 
its web is spun perfectly long enough for like a complex story yeah. because there is so much to it and there's a lot that I didn't know. It's from the 70s. Like, how much could you know? Um, that being said, the Son of Sam documentary on Netflix sucked apples, bro. <laughs> I've never heard that. You've never heard sucked I've heard apples? Suck, go suck eggs. Oh, maybe that's what I meant. <laughs> no, I don't no, know. No, suck an no, apple. No, no. Don't let me take away from your little uh, anachronism. Or not, it's not anachronism. Whatever your little saying is here. I, it just it I sucked apples, it. okay? It sucked apples. I get yeah. it. It's hard to suck With an apple. a worm in it. I don't know. <laughs> something vile. It, it it wasn't that bad, but like <laughs> it just tried to like push conspiracies. And it's like I kind of wanted to know just about the whole thing, about the whole Son of Sam and everything that went along with it. But they kind of tried to push like this whole demonology and all this shit. And it's like... This guy dedicated his whole life work and he ended up killing him, like slowly killing himself over it and like alienating himself. And it's like, okay, well, I don't feel any better from this. Yeah, right. And it's just like, what, what, what was the point besides like telling this one guy's story? Yeah. There's other, I think there was better ways they could have done it, but you know, it's the tale of two serial killer documentaries. There's, there's a, this formula has already been perfected. 2020. Just follow that formula. They do interviews. It's just a straight true crime story. They have they save the twist for the end. They edit it properly. It's in their their little hour snippets. And I every time I watch a twenty twenty episode, I'm like, yeah, that was fucking awesome. I'm glad I, know, I watched that. Yes, and Hulu has so many of them yep. that like if you like serial if you like serial killer stuff and you like knowing there's like the killer's gonna get caught in the end, twenty twenty is perfect. Twenty twenty. Yep. There is some that are unsolved, and that's always a bit depressing because there's uh you always want that fucking guy to be caught. Yeah. I, I watched the uh, the unsolved or someone was like, you're going to watch the unsolved mysteries on Netflix. I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm like, why? I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. I know how they all end. Someone died. <laughs> no one knows how it happened. We have pla- plans to catch him, but not yet. <laughs> what? That can't be the premise for a show. Just show me the picture of the guy. I'll take, I'll, I'll keep a lookout. Well, hopefully I can solve this mystery. <laughs> Give me a sketch, uh, the last known sketch of this guy, and I'll do my best. Yeah, that's that's that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Unsolved mysteries? Hey, you want to know what we haven't solved? Here's a documentary. I don't know if they like plan on like, hey, maybe this will jar something. Loose I think that was someone. the initial premise of the show, right? It was like come for they always had like a hotline you could yeah. call at the end of the show like the original show i don't know if they do now but that that was the whole that was the main premise of it is like hey if you know anything about this call this anonymous hotline i'll watch unsolved mysteries hashtag or hashtag the update when they just tell me who it was <laughs> the reunion show <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah that was all i had yeah I, fun fact about john wayne gacy he did the album he didn't do the album art but one of my favorite bands used one of his paintings for their album art so yeah i always thought that was interesting. which one was that uh acid bath is the name they of the used band. the painting of the it's a clown. The clown yep that guy made a lot of money in jail yep and they took a lot of it <laughs> there's a well yeah there's a whole i mean there's a the whole thing called just prison art i think there was a there was a uh gallery display i forget what they call it like show where they in like the art museum in new york where they just displayed a bunch of like prisoners art and it was super interesting um but yeah no anyway moving on uh i don't know if you would consider this a movie or not but uh bo burnham released a new comedy special it's weird because it is it's a it's like a bo burnham special but he's he locked himself in a room and he recorded 
he he's really good with like light setups and like zoom ins, but he did it all himself. He wrote it, he directed it, he shot it all himself over the course of like over a year on lockdown. He tells a story towards the end of it where like he decided to quit comedy because he was having like panic attacks on stage and it's like, I just can't do it. And then he finally decided to come back and tour in January of 2020. And he's like, you know, the funniest thing happened. And then it cuts away to another song. Um, it's really fucking brilliant, man. It's some of the shit is really funny. Uh, there's the, the first half of it is like a classic Bo Burnham set where he makes fun of like white girl Instagram and shit like that. It's really, really fucking funny. And then the second half of it is just really kind of depressing. But it's, it's a good kind of depressing where it's just the kind of the psyche of a man who's going through um, lockdown in a very serious way, but like trying to figure out how to still be funny with it and like still be creative. And it's fucking brilliant. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I don't think Bo would probably like it being called like a masterpiece or whatever. I think he was just trying to be funny and make something cool. So I, I, I kind of cringe at like New York times articles that are like, use all these fancy words like, Oh, he's an absolute immaculate genius. And this is so irreverent. And like, it's probably just, he's just trying to be funny guys and trying to yeah. make something personal. Um, so I kind of, I, I, I want to be careful with what I say about it. Cause I don't, I want to respect the, you know, the intent of the artist here. I don't want to jerk it off too much because yeah. I don't think he probably wants it to be jerked off too much. I don't think he's a narcissist, um, like that, but it is awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. It's definitely worth a watch. If you like, Bo Burnham's comedy that's definitely got that in there but it's also very cool like introspective on going through the pandemic and lockdown it's cool to see him be that vulnerable because he's always been kind of like the the funny stoic like he never really shows his hand yeah and I remember Bo Burnham from like early YouTube yeah when he was just like a little teenager playing his piano in his room writing funny songs and Mm. it's cool to see that's where he's he's taking it because it's it's a it's a better place than you would imagine a YouTuber to go. Yeah, no, I mean, he, he makes fun of the internet constantly, which is funny because that's how he became famous was the internet. he makes fun of like streamers at one point. Uh, he makes fun of like reaction videos, which is a lot of what I watch on YouTube. So I felt personally attacked <laughs> by it. Um, but it was also, I could see the like, yeah, it's, it's stupid. Like reaction videos are stupid. It's just a way for me to watch clips while somebody else makes jokes. about it. It's lazy. It's lazy yeah. viewing essentially. Uh, but it's, it's really, really good. I think he, him and I have a lot of sense of same sensibilities about the world, about like social justice. He's like, there's a part where he talks about, can anybody just shut the fuck up about anything at all for any amount of time. My, you just shut the fuck up about that's talking why about I watched anything. It. It's great. I watched a TikTok where he was like, where do you stand on racial injustice, JP Morgan? Yeah, oh dude, that that's <laughs> that that thing skit where he pretends to be a brand ambassador oh is God. so funny, dude. Because it's perfect. He's like, you're not deciding whether you want to want to buy Wheatman's or not anymore. You're deciding whether you want to help support them fight Lyme disease. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, it's not whether you want wheat thins anymore. It's whether you want to help support defeat the, the, the end of life. So fucking funny and so on point. Uh, so, so you did watch it. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Uh, I, I highly recommend it to anybody really. If you went through lockdown and you got even slightly depressed at any point, it's definitely worth a watch because yeah. it's funny, but it is also a very cool lens into kind of like the human psyche of lockdown. So, um, I think nobody else needs to make any sort of comedy special about COVID now because yeah. it's been done. It's been done really well. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear about it anymore. COVID jokes aren't going to be funny in a year. Just don't do them. Yeah. 
It's kind of like uh, Harambe, maybe five years from now. Nah, Harambe's still funny to me. Dicks out for Harambe still gets a good laugh, <laughs> chuckle out of me. Every time I see that meme of Harambe like ascending to heaven with like, uh, what's his name from uh, Fast and Furious and all that, that shit still fucking cracks me up. It's uh, <laughs> Harambe is forever funny to me. Plus, it's like our little corner of the world. Like, yeah, I, it happened I, in Cincinnati. So I have a, a you know, I, I probably saw Harambe at some point in my life. Didn't know it. Oh, yeah. Um, let's get into Invincible. We're yes, going to go, we're please. going to transition into TV Invincible. Yeah. I, t- I, t- I don't know if I told you specifically to watch it or if you just, well, it was a, it was a combination of things. So I'd seen previews for it on like my smart TV or whatever it came up. Like, Hey, this show looks cool. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I like animated shows. I like shows about superheroes. I like adult themed superhero shows. Um, I was like, okay, cool. Whatever. I had some other shit I wanted to watch and video games I wanted to play. Um, and then the gr- our group chat with our buddies kind of popped off about it. Like you and Zach, um, maybe Tommy talked about it. Mason, Mason, I don't, I don't yeah. know. One of those, so, three of you were talking about it. I was like, yeah, this is this is you. I think you said it's the dankest shit you've smoked all year. <laughs> Hands down, dopest dope I ever smoked. Yeah, dopest dope you ever smoked. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And um, I texted you after the first episode and I was like, yeah, this shit rocks. He's like, yeah, if you start watching it, you're going to finish it tonight. And I, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I started at eight o'clock. I didn't go to bed until 2 a.m. when I finished it. And boy, oh boy, was it worth it. That show is fucking incredible. I'll let you say a little bit about it. Cause, uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have a ton besides like it's eight episodes and you want more. Yeah. It's kind of, it's crazy that so so much happens in eight episodes, and if you want like a really in detail review, uh, go listen to our buddy Zach's podcast. They did a really good job oh, of good. it on Radiovania. But um, and it, the short synopsis is: you think it's going to be Spider Man, and it's not that at all. It's not at all. It's one of the most brutal shows I've ever seen. I've watched a lot of anime. With that's it's could be very brutal, and this yeah. is probably top ten most brutal. So, uh, multiple bodies explode in guts and gore in every episode. So it it looks it looks a lot like Avatar, like the animation style. So if you if you know if that kind of turned you off initially, don't let it because holy fuck, people die in this, and yeah. it's 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 crude, it's real. This is how I imagine superheroes really would be in a world where it's like, yeah, we want to do good, but you know, what happens? It's just, this the premise for the show is. Uh, no, I don't want to say that because that'll be a spoiler. But it's it's great. Yeah. Uh, that we don't have enough good things to say about it because it is unlike any show I've seen, and it's definitely my favorite this year. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. It's one of the f- my favorite things I've seen in quite some time, um, probably since um, Watchmen on HBO. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it's, it's kind of that same kind of puts a real spin, like a real-world spin on superheroing, and it's awesome. It's fucking great, man. The voice actors are amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, perfect. Like, perfect uh, for Omni-Man. Because he kind of looks like Omni Man. Yeah, mean, you know, that's what I imagine what J.K. Simmons would look like with hair, and it was really buff. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe in his fifties, not what is he in his seventies <laughs> now? Knows, who knows? Who cares? He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of J.K. Simmons, I watched. I started watching Legends of Korra with Zoe. Mm-hmm. He does a great job in that one too. I'm like, I can't avoid this. He's guy. a great actor, or at least a great voice actor. He's good in the State Farm commercials, even. So yeah, hey, uh, he's a great actor. Um, I watched the Friends reunion. How dare you! I had trouble sleeping, and <laughs> that'll do it. I was like, you know what? This will put me to sleep for sure. I watched the whole thing, and it was okay. It was a, it was it felt like a hit piece. It felt like e e television did it. Yeah, like 
extra, extra. <laughs> it's our first time seeing the studio. Hey, this and- is Mario Lopez. Here's what's going on in the world of Friends. <laughs> That's exactly what it felt like. It felt like such a, like, everything was was planned and none of it felt genuine. Oh, Just like Friends, though, yeah. I mean... I thought some of it was interesting. There were some sort of some cool things, but overall, whatever. Um, they tried to like really push the whole like, did you know Ross and Rachel actually liked each other in real life in season one? <laughs> what? That's crazy. First of all, there's no way Jennifer Aniston was into fucking David Schwimmer, the most average of average dudes. I think maybe in season one. But they really built it up afterwards. He was like, yeah, you know, I was always with someone or she was with someone like Brad Pitt, (laughs) you know, you know, just the most attractive people in the world. Here I am with my big dumb face. (laughs) He's a lot more tolerable now, like on Friends. I can't stand. Yeah, his character's dumb. uh, But the whole show is dumb. I I started warming up to him when he was on the uh, O.J. Simpson and he played uh, Kardashian. Oh, yeah. I see. I watched that. So. He did a really good job with that. So, so anyway, if you're a, a casual Friends fan, you might like it. If you're like me and Kev and we fucking hate Friends, um, you can watch it and hate it. I'll tell you, you what, can hate watch it. I'll tell you what made me realize, realize I wasn't going to watch it. But what made me hate it without ever watching it was they, I saw a preview for it and they're walking through the old set. And like, oh, well, I forget who, who took what from the set. And somebody's like, I took this red coffee mug. They're like, oh wow, really? Like, fuck off. Yeah. Nobody cares. No, it was an insignificant mug from us. Like, it's so fucking stupid. I hate forced sincerity, especially when it comes from Hollywood. It fucking oh god, it gets my fucking goat, dude. It's just like you guys don't fucking care about each other. You that's the the whole premise of a reunion show is stupid. If you still liked each other, you would just be it, there wouldn't be a need for a reunion. You know what I mean? You yeah. would still be creating it's the, the first other. time we're in the we've hung out in tw- 17 Whoa. years. Oh, oh man, it's so good to see you. You fucking live in Hollywood. You can see each other whenever the fuck you want. It's you so stupid. You avoid me. <laughs> yeah. You avoid me at home goods and you know it. It's so stupid. I hate that shit. It's like, fuck, you guys don't fucking care about each other. I don't want to hear you pretend to care about each other. I will say I did like the Fresh Prince one. Have we talked about that? No, but I'm sure that's fine. Actually, that's I don't know. There was there, that was different. That was like a cultural revolution. There was more behind that than just being like a like I don't know a very popular TV show. That was like a whole cultural revolution. It's like one of the first times you saw like a an affluent black family and how like the problems problems that might face. It was re- it was it was revolutionary for us. Oh yeah, and it was it it was cool because he finally confronts the whole thing with Aunt Viv, the yeah. old Aunt Viv, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was really cool to see and. Yeah, I I cried on that one, friends. I was like, okay, well that one's over, and I'm still not tired. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that gummit. Um, you know, you know what? I'm going, I want to go back to <laughs> Invincible for a second. Okay, because we it. didn't talk about it's just a little Easter egg. But the name of the high school is Reginald Val Johnson, and it's also the principal, which is he's Carl Winslow. Reginald Val Johnson High School is, is that's the actor that plays Carl Winslow. It's also the principal of the school. And that's it just incredible. fucking cracked me up. I was like, I saw it, I was like, hold on. I know that name. And I looked it up and it's like, holy shit, that's Carl Winslow, and that's <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, so I don't know why they decided to name the high school Reginald Val Johnson High School, but it, it, I can't I think it's I'm saying his name right, but it's it's Carl Winslow from Family yeah. Matter. So it, yeah, it just made me laugh. So anyway, cool just a cool little Easter egg. Also, I hate Invincible's girlfriend. I hate her. Uh, I can't even remember her name. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, because he, he should be with Eve. 
Yeah, but she she's just like mean. And I get like young boys like yeah, this isn't a spoiler. Them. This happens in like the first 30 minutes of the first episode. So it's just like the it kind of it's kind of Ross and Rachel. Like she kind of she kind of sucks. Like, what are you doing? And, but you also suck because you keep going back to her. Yeah, but it's like I mean, her her jerkiness is justified, I think. I think, you know, if you had somebody I, constantly flaking out on you and they were you could tell they were lying about it. Like, how many chances am I going to give you? You know what I mean? Even. Dude, dude's a superhero, so yeah. he has a good reason, but he obviously can't tell her that. So yeah, I, don't, I agree, though. I, I shipped him and Eve instantly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because we're 12-year-old girls, <laughs> and that's what we do. No. We, we ship people together. Yeah. That's why. That's what gets us into shows and movies. Yeah. We talked about this before. Yeah, that's true. Like, if I can ship someone immediately, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to well, do. That's why I love Persona 5 so much, because it's essentially just a dating sim where we fight evil cock monsters but it's a dating sim it's, it's very core and i was like oh yeah who am i gonna date this playthrough i can't yeah. fucking wait because <laughs> i'm a loser and i can't date in real life <laughs> so i'm gonna date these anime girls oh. <laughs> i'm i'm like literally like two less friends away from like a waifu pillow <laughs> if there was like three less people in my life that cared about me oh my I'd be a fedora and wearing a waifu pillow <laughs> looking to impress my senpai. Uh, so, so let's move on okay. to the last blockbuster. Um, the last blockbuster. Have you watched this? I haven't. I, it's on my list, though, because I'm interested in it's, it. It's good. It's it's interesting, and it kind of it hits all the like nostalgia things. Yeah. like Just seeing blockbuster and see people like the rise of blockbuster and how everything kind of fell apart for them. Here, here's the thing I don't like. They kind of try and justify why they fell apart. And it's kind of like, nah, dude, like... It was just bad business decisions. Yeah. Like, you could have bought Netflix when they were still babies for pennies. Yeah, and they, they try and act like the the recession of 08 or whatever was their downfall. It's like, dude, you guys were hanging on for, for a couple years before that. So, yeah. like... I don't know. They were like, we were kind of on the up and up, and then, you know, the recession happened. Like, okay. Yeah, I mean, sure. You, 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 that's a good scapegoat, right? Uh, but it's definitely, they had a chance to make some really good, smart acquisitions, and they basically laughed Netflix out of the room. Like, fuck, dude, what a, what a missed opportunity that was. Especially since it kind of goes over how they like kind of just bought all these mom and pop yeah, yeah, stores yeah. out of business, and it's like, you were the bully, and then you got bullied out, so like... It's kind kind of well. It's resistance to change, right? They they're like, oh, physical medium will never go away. Why would people want to stream things? That's dumb. But they were also innovative in like home movies that yeah. didn't exist before. Yeah, that's so true. Like you kind of have to roll with the times. Yeah, it's 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 a good it's a good. I haven't seen the documentary, but I'm I'm familiar with the blockbuster story and uh, just home rental in general. It's just a good. It's a good uh, life lesson for really uh, specifically business, but for anything really like there's no reason to cling on to things that don't work anymore because you're not going to do anything but just fail and fall behind. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's a good documentary and it's one of the ones Netflix got right because they didn't do a a multi-part or they might have, but it was very short. Yeah. Uh, Let's get into music. We don't have a whole lot. Yeah. I will say Invincible's soundtrack. Really good. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I I put it on immediately after the show was over. I I found it on Spotify. That's the one thing that did remind me of Miles Morales. 
is that the way they they the, this the music direction in that is very similar, and they're both fucking ah, it's just beautiful. It's just it, it, there's not a whole lot of music in the show, but when it does come in, and it's fucking gorgeous, like the way it's done. Yeah, that and just Finland Paradise. Yeah, I didn't know how much I liked that song yeah. until this show. Uh, it does feel a lot like Into the Spider Verse. Yes, but I think that's. Instead of like trying to play popular music, it dictates what's going to be popular. Yeah, I think. exactly. It like makes it. I don't know. Anyway, that's all I had. We also do a music podcast, yes. so uh, we don't need to beat to death music. Yeah, it's our main. It's our main uh, boo thing right now. Is uh, the off the beaten cleft? We got. We're gonna. We missed last week because you know Dylan was busy. You know, changing his life forever, proposing yeah. to his girlfriend. We're like, uh, you know, I texted him. I was like, hey, man, let's just push this off. We, we can miss a week. It's okay. You know, and I'm, you know, I was happy to do it. I was happy to kind of let you live in that moment and kind of give that to you. So, but now you're mine again. And I can, we get to do podcasts together forever. That's right. You're my podcast husband. <laughs> That's right. We, we already did the newlywed last That's week. True. Uh, but yeah, that, I think I'm going to post this on the Off the Bean Cleft feed too just yeah, for people sure. um so we'll have to record a different intro for that so we put it on the dollar beer night feed too so yeah. it's just clinging on to the house <laughs> um but yeah go listen to off the beaten cliff if, if you're here for a different reason um it, it's really good it's really good i think dylan and i have really been able we would we would talk about it all the time every week we're like man this was the best episode we've ever done i feel like we get better and better each week and i think the formula of off the beaten cleft kind of forced us to get better uh to work on flow because you know we're literally breaking down an album that you can't hear so we have to figure out we had to figure out a way to make that interesting and i think we've done a good job at it we've got people that have listened to every single episode so that tells me something I mean, it's not a whole lot of people but we do have people that wait for our episodes to come out and i think it really is a good product and if you like this um you're gonna like that and if you like both tell your friends about it because we really would I don't know. I, I would love to do this forever. You know what I mean? And, I, you know, if we get more people listening, we can make some money on it. Maybe we can do it as a living. I don't know. Yeah, I've kind of redone this room with the idea of, like, hopefully setting up some cameras someday. Yeah, some video would be awesome. I think just streaming this on YouTube, we could just pop live. Yeah. People can watch all of us fuck up and do all that shit. Uh, and, you know, I just think that it's so fun for me. And this feels like something I could do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm still 34 and looking for my main passion in life, and something like this feels awesome to me. Yeah. Um, we got one more thing. I, I just really Riverdale, whatever. <laughs> I used to talk about it a lot. Let's. Just, I'll just get it out of there. They did a time jump. They went seven years in the future, which they should have done a long time ago. It started out fun and went off the rails again. That's all you really need to know. If you're keeping up with the show, you must be, you know, stuck in your stuck at 15 years old like me. But there was a couple fun episodes, and I was really into it. But now it's derailed again. So that's yep. all you really need to know. And what to expect in future weeks? Who fucking knows? It's been six months <laughs> since we've done one of these. So um, we're, I would love to do these more often, but. And this feels like something if we have like our bu- our old buddies want to come back and jump on, this feels more organic for them to hop on to. Unless it's like Ben who is he's we have a group text with Ben who we just talk about our episodes with, even though he can't be there. <laughs> he's in there in spirit for off the beaten clap every week. So, you know, if we have buddies come back, this is just easier. Everybody has shit that they're into at the time. So I think this is something, you know, as COVID restrictions lift and people feel safer. And people feel safe being around people again. We can uh, we can maybe do this more often. Oh yeah, just kind of hang out. Maybe if we're just we decide to get drunk one night, like let's go fucking record an episode. Yeah, yeah. We still have the after hours that we can do it as well. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, 
that's really it, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Sorry, it was a little scatterbrain, but we were just happy to to talk about some some things. I think it's more interesting that way. Yeah. Instead of hanging, this is the next point we're going to talk about. <laughs> you say your thing, I'll say my thing. Yeah. All right, next one. Uh, so yeah, no, I think uh, I enjoyed doing this. I'd like to do it more. But yeah, thanks for listening. If you're listening, yeah, we'll see you when we see you. Bye.